Alright everybody, welcome back to the Road to D1. We are now on week 7. Somehow, week 7. Edit, so embarrassing, it's literally week 6. Anyway, that's all. I don't know. My Hawks were off last week, so I wasn't paying all that much attention to football, so I don't know what week it is. I only know because I am still going strong in my survival league. I don't know how. What, what place are you in? I'm in second. It, well, not really in second. It's like survival league, so it's like me and my dad are the only ones left still. Somebody comment on our Instagram who I should pick for this week for my game so that I can win the money. Hey, I would have said Green Bay this week, but uh, that obviously didn't happen. Luckily, I did not. Uh, who did I pick? I think I picked the Ravens. Yeah, I mean, that was a pretty sure bet, even though it got close there at the end. Yeah, I was a little nervous. Actually, I wasn't. I wasn't watching the game, but I would have been. Either way, we are not here to talk about football. No, this week we are actually here to talk about hockey, and I could not be more excited because that is by far my favorite sport. Yeah, unfortunately, we're not, like, interviewing Ovechkin, but, you know. Yet. We got pretty close. Yet, we're not. Not not, not OV yet. He didn't go to college, to be fair. That is true. But I think we can make an exception if he wants to come on the podcast. You know, if anybody knows him, hit him up. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, this week, we are talking, actually, to a college hockey player up at Boston. Mr. Mitch Andres is a huge Ovechkin fan, but he's a defenseman at Boston College. He's a sophomore, and he is at Boston College, obviously, which is one of the top four hockey programs out of all the college teams. Yeah, especially as you get further up north, Michigan, Boston, they're all pretty good at hockey. Oh, for sure. It's a little different than the NHL, though. We see Tampa with the Cup this year. Yeah, no one's really sure how that happened. But hey, warm weather, hockey, something happened. I mean, the NHL, it's all mixed up from wherever anyway, so... That's true. We had Dallas and Tampa down can't, in the hub. Can't say I was really rooting for either of them, but... Oh, easily Tampa. Easily. Nobody wants the... Stars. I'm Nobody sorry. wants the stars to win, but like personally, I just I don't like the lightning that much. It's personal grievances. Personal grievances. Yeah. Either way, we're talking about college this week with Mitch. With Mitch. Yes, he had quite an experience going into college, so his experience is very different from other sports. Hockey takes a very different turn from others. Yeah, absolutely. With the junior leagues being an option for many young players, it definitely is a draw in getting to play semi-professionally right out of high school sometimes even while they're still in high school it's a big drawing so Mitch decided to do that for a little while before going to college but you'll have to hear more about that from him yeah I mean it's it's different because there's a couple different places you could go and uh, he'll have to tell you more about that absolutely so let's jump right into this episode this week with Mr. Mitch Andres Alright, welcome to Mitch, everybody. How are you doing today? Doing great. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for coming on. So let's just get started with the basics. When did you start playing hockey? Uh, I think I first got into hockey when I was probably three or four. Um, growing up in Minnesota, every kid, you know, has a hockey stick in hand. So that age, um, my parents just kind of got me into it and that's where it all started. It's great to hear all the Minnesota stereotypes are true. Yeah, I mean, you didn't obviously start off just like going onto the rink or anything like that, did you? No, I mean, it starts, uh, you know, just out on the, a lot of times, uh, you know, on the lakes, they freeze over in the winter. So every kid, uh, you know, most people live on lakes. So everyone makes a little backyard rink out on the lake. And that's kind of where it all starts, um, just playing with your buddies. So do you prefer now to play on, like, the nice ice rink, or do you like going back home and playing on the lake? Um, obviously now it's nice to, um, you know, play in nice arenas, but um, it's fun um, 
over Christmas, just going back and uh, playing on the frozen rinks with all all my buddies that I grew up playing with. Yeah, that I mean, that's more the nostalgia and just, you know, roughing around with your buddies, maybe knocking them down while this one's the serious one. Exactly. So did you play any other sports growing up? Yeah, uh, I grew up playing. My parents wanted me to, you know, play three sports. So I played mostly football and baseball um, growing up. And then around ninth grade, um, I just kind of decided that I wanted to focus on hockey. So um, kind of just turned all my attention to hockey and um, played hockey all through high school and now to college. What was what was the kind of transition there? Like, I mean, was it like you dropped one slowly or was it a uh, sudden decision where this is what I want to do? Um, I think the decision, it was a pretty easy decision, but um, just once you get a little older, um, you know, a ton of summer hockey leagues are going on and um, I was constantly missing, you know, practices for either baseball or football and um, or I would be missing hockey practice and I hated that. So I just kind of decided I want to focus everything on that and, um, you know, just turn all my attention to it, to it. And then obviously you ended up playing high school hockey for your team. What's the Minnesota high school hockey experience like? Uh, the experience is unreal. Every kid in Minnesota, you know, grows up going to the high school hockey games on Thursday and Friday nights. Um, so just kind of looking up to those guys all growing up. Um, was awesome and then just getting to play with all your buddies that you grew up playing with um, was unbelievable um, and one of the best experiences do you have any yeah I mean oh do you have any like crazy hockey mom stories or hockey dad stories um I I mean like just I think a couple parents you know getting kicked out kicked out of the rink during the games but uh nothing too crazy we're getting way too into it you know yeah yeah I mean um so up in Minnesota it's obviously a huge deal for you guys you said um every Friday and Saturday it would be kind of like football down here yeah exactly um all pretty much the season starts um around Thanksgiving and goes into March and um everything's just hockey from from that point to to the state tournament every Friday, Saturday, um, everyone, you know, heads after school, you know, goes to the rink, just like pretty much football games in the fall. Um, so did you have any mentors or coaches in high school that pushed your game on and off the ice? Um, yeah, I mean, I had a um, couple coaches take me under their wing and just do um, a ton of skills work, you know, before and after practices and um, over the summers um, just kind of pushed me to um, get a lot better and work on my game. Yeah, I mean, um, coaches on and off the ice, but did you have, like, besides some coaches and those guys, did you have anyone that really pushed you just whether as a person or as a player to really just reach the next level? Uh, I think probably the biggest was just my parents. Um, They knew my, you know, goal was to play college hockey. Um, So them just, you know, constantly kind of being in my ear and um, pushing me to get better all the time. Yeah. When it came to like going towards the next level, like you have to like figure out what you want to do. How did you make a decision about what you wanted to do after high school? Um, like I said, uh, I wanted to play college hockey and, um, you know, for a lot of guys that means going to play juniors. Um, so 
just kind of finding the right spot for me to play after high school um, was important. Um, and just, just kind of, I wanted to play, for, at first I wanted to play somewhere close to home. Um, but then it was actually one of my coaches in high school had said that uh, going out to British Columbia would be a good idea, that it was a great league. And I had went out there for a camp and um, just kind of fell in love and with it out there and I met all the guys and they were great. And so I just decided to stay out there. And then what's it like deciding to go play in the junior leagues, moving away from home, going to live with a host family? What's that like? Yeah, I mean, it's tough um, moving away from home. Uh, I have four younger brothers who I'm super close with. Uh, so it was, it was tough leaving them. Um, and, you know, you don't really get to see your, any family that much. But um, I was lucky. I had a really great billet family that I was able to move in with. And uh, they kind of took me in as, um, you know, one of their like one of them, I guess. So um, that made it super easy and uh, much more enjoyable. So you were up there for two seasons, right? Yeah. So what was the kind of, what was it like up there? I mean, playing juniors, playing with uh, basically pro um, and deciding not to go to college. What was, what was the atmosphere like with the guys up there? Um, I mean, the atmosphere is awesome. It's a, uh... I mean, hockey 24-7, um, you kind of play in a pro schedule, just, uh, you know, a few games um, sprinkled in through the during the middle of the weeks. And then usually every Friday, you play every Friday, Saturday night, um, which um, you get into a routine and um, it gets to be nice. Um, but yeah, everyone's just focused on making it to the next next level. So it's it's just good to be around. That sounds like a nice competitive environment. And so then when you decided that it was time for you to head over to the college game instead, how do you go about that? Like getting recruited, not out of high school. Uh, yeah, the, I mean, the, the teams do a good job of contacting coaches and um, a lot of colleges come out to see you play and showcases and games out there. So it's just kind of the matter of um, playing well when the right guys are watching you. Um, and then just the recruiting process of, um, visiting some different schools and kind of seeing where the best fit is for each player. And then how did you end up choosing to go to Boston College, which is obviously one of the top hockey programs? How did you get into contact with them specifically? And how did you choose them over any other schools that were talking to you? Yeah, I had uh, I talked with uh, some of the assistant coaches um, kind of through the later part of the our season and then um, following our season, I decided to, um, you know, come out on a visit out here and I kind of narrowed it down between a few schools. And, uh, once I got onto BC campus, um, and met all the guys and just seeing the facilities, it was, it was an easy choice to come here. Yeah. I mean, now that you've been there for a year and going into your second year, can you say which one you enjoy more? I mean, you've got the kind of looking for your future down there at a college, but you do you miss the kind of all hockey every day aspect of the juniors? Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's nice in juniors. You don't have to worry about schoolwork or anything like that, but um, it's also unbelievable to be in here in Boston. Um, we had a super good group of guys and uh, it's just fun to, you know, be around the rink every day. Is it hard making that transition back into taking classes and going to school? Yeah, for sure. Taking two years off uh, wasn't uh, wasn't easy, but um, 
the first few weeks were a little difficult getting kind of settled back into the routine, but once you're in it, you kind of pick it up pretty easy. Normally, um, Boston is definitely a big hockey place. Um, what's it like up there right now in this current environment? Um, I mean, like on campus, um, things are starting to get back to a little normal. Um, we have kind of a different situation than a lot of schools where everyone lives on campus. So it's kind of like almost a little bubble that we have. So, I mean, we still have classes in person, some are on zoom, um, some hybrid. So just, it's not a, not a lot's changed. It's just, you know, you're just always wearing a mask around and, um, going to the whole COVID protocol every day to get into the rink, everything like that, getting tested a few times a week. Um, but other than that, um, they've done a really good job of just keeping everything pretty light and um, feeling normal here. That's great to hear. That's definitely different than some of the other people we've talked to. It's some really extreme measures in some other schools we've heard about. So that must be nice for you guys that you're still getting to practice. And you said your season's starting uh, in November, hopefully, right? Yeah, hopefully. Um, I mean, there's, I know some of the other leagues around college hockey have kind of set dates. Uh, hockey East hasn't yet, but um, I think they're hoping to start um, around November 20th. That would be great. And then jumping back a little bit to like your uh, junior days, when you did decide to go to Boston College, you um, obviously you declared as a freshman to give yourself the most amount of time possible. Um, but since you had those two years of juniors, how does that kind of affect like being a freshman, but being you know older than your typical freshman would be? Yeah, I mean, I think um, for a lot of uh, hockey guys going in, a lot of guys play junior. So um, it wasn't like that different. Um, just But just getting into the swing of things and, going back to school was definitely you know kind of tough taking two years off and coming back but um it wasn't like pretty crazy or anything like that everyone was you know super great about it um yeah everything went it's been good so far that's great and then what are some of your goals for this upcoming season now that you're a sophomore going into another season yeah I mean we got a ton of returners um you know some of the we have a couple of best players in the in the nation so our Number one goal is to win a national championship. Absolutely. And what about some of your personal goals? Uh, personal goals, just, you know, play well and help out wherever I can on the team. Um, just playing, you know, good defense and getting the puck to the, to the right guys. What's um, – obviously, you've got two more years there – well, three-ish um, there at Boston College. But what's what's your future like? I mean – whether you go into hockey or not, what's, uh, what are you majoring in and how are you going to take that on with you? Yeah. So I'm community or I'm a majoring in communications right now. And, um, obviously I want to play hockey as long as I can. Um, but, uh, you know, I've taken some business classes just to kind of, um, set me up for after hockey. But I think, you know, I want to stay in the game with hockey, even when I'm done playing. And I don't know really what that looks like yet right now, but, um, yeah, I, I love the game of hockey and just love love being around the rink at all times. So whether that's, you know, coaching or scouting or doing anything like that would be awesome. That's awesome. I think definitely from a defensive perspective, it gives you a nice advantage for coaching, being able to see the whole ice during the game. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, it makes it easy. You don't have to – you can kind of see everything before it's coming – when it's coming at you. So um, just giving that perspective uh, for sure helps. I mean, so I know you said it wasn't super abnormal for the hockey guys to be older, but be a lower class. So um, is it 
for those that are like actually freshmen coming out of high school, is it weird for you to think that um, you're this, you're technically the same grade, same um, classes as them, but they're just a couple years younger than you? Yeah, it's for sure a little weird and takes a little bit to get used to, but when you're around guys all the time, um, you know, there's a couple guys that are juniors and seniors that they played for two years. So we have a, you know, big age gap, but um, everyone, you know, gets along really well and it makes it really easy. That's great to hear. And um, so with your classes, you said you're a communications major. Could you see yourself going into broadcasting at all or anything like that for hockey? Yeah, I haven't really thought about it um, much, but that's like for sure an option. I, I haven't, um, yeah, not super particular yet. Just, uh, I just declared, so we'll see how it goes. Definitely just loving the game and want to stay around it for life, for sure. Yeah, for sure. And do you see any potential trying to move towards the next level of maybe the NHL or AHL after college, or do you think this might be your stopping point? No, I want to play hockey as long as I can um, after college, whether that's, uh, you know, going pro or going over to Europe to play. Um, I think that would be an awesome experience. So we'll just, I'm just taking it one step at a time right now. Yeah, that would definitely be an awesome experience to go over to Europe to play. Yeah. I mean, possibly looking forward towards those, uh, those leagues, where would be your uh, perfect landing spot, I should say? Uh, I mean, every, I think every kid growing up, their number one goal is to play in the NHL. So, uh, you know, hopefully hopefully that happens. Yeah, for you sure. Got Definitely p- rooting for you for that. What NHL team did you root for growing up? Uh, being a Minnesota kid, they kind of got to be a wild fan. Yeah, for sure. You got anyone's posters up on your wall specifically? Yeah, I was a, I'm a huge Ovechkin guy, so I, I had a lot of Ovechkin posters. Yeah, I got one right behind me right there, so yeah. <laughs> I feel you on that one. Yeah. Yeah, we're, yeah me and Josh are very lucky. We, we're in close to D.C., so we get to go see him live in action, so very blessed for that. That's awesome. Yeah. What a thing to see. <laughs> yeah, that slap shot. Woo, I mean, if you do make it to the NHL, that's one thing you got to worry about is that slap shot if playing defense against him. Yeah, I don't want to be blocking any of those. No, definitely not. All right. How many sh- – how many shots have you laid out for it? Like, just generally, if you have. <laughs> uh, I, I have no – I don't know the exact number. Uh, playing defense, um, it happens quite a few times in a game. So, you just got to you get, you get used to it. What's your kind of role as a defenseman? Are you more of, like, an offensive defenseman or are you more of the uh, enforcer type? No, I think I'm, you know, uh, kind of a shutdown defenseman, just – uh, moving pucks out of the D zone and with the opportunities there to jump in offensively, that's what I like to do. You ever, you like to fight? Um, I only had a couple fights in juniors, um, but other than that, not too much. Yeah, okay. Definitely good to control your temper, but I mean, it's always entertaining for the fans when somebody loses yeah. it. For sure. For sure. Um, so I know as a defenseman, it's rarer for you guys to score goals. But do you remember what that first goal was like, either back when you were playing pond hockey or high school or even juniors? Yeah, um, well, I, I played forward, I think, until I was, um, yeah, going into my high school season. I, I was a forward, but uh, so I think my first first goal as a defenseman, um, you know, playing in 
one of my first games at high school was uh, kind of like one of my more memorable goals. Um, just like a big game against our rival. Um, so it was awesome. That's one I remember. Okay. Yeah, I kind of just saw the opportunity. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. throw you off then before we go to the speed round then. Um, why did you end up switching from forward to defenseman? Um, I was actually pretty little um, growing up until uh, I was, I think, 15 or 16. And um, one of my coaches said I was a good skater. So he, I think he just put me back there one day and I've been back there ever since. Yeah. If the shoe fits, wear it. All right. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> first question on the speed route, running or lifting? Oh, lifting for sure. Not surprising. Mark I, I wasn't going to think we were going to get running from the hockey guy. No. Didn't think so, but you never know. So um, go to pregame meal. Chicken and rice with uh, some veggies. A classic. That does sound classic. Simple. That been since high school or uh, when did that really develop? Um, so high school, um, it was a Jimmy John's sub, um, and, uh, but then going into juniors had to take it a little more seriously. Um, and that's just how it started the first game. And it's, it's been like that ever since. Hey, if Jimmy John's gives you the feel like, Oh, sorry. So when you went to juniors, did you have to start cooking for yourself or what do you have to do with that? Um, I lived with the billet family my junior year or both years. Um, so I always got all my meals made, which I was super happy about. Must have been nice. Living the life. Yeah. All right. Um, pre-game routine, kind of music, or just things you do right before the games? Yeah. Um, I just I'm keep it pretty simple. Uh, just a little stretch, um, have a little bagel, and then um, throw on either some wrap or, you know, EDM, and then uh, I'll – actually take a cold shower before I put my gear on and head out for warm-ups. That's an interesting choice. Are any of your teammates that you've ever had been super superstitious? I know hockey players can definitely get into that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, our, our, one, a couple of our goalies here, they got some crazy stuff that they do. Um, just stretching-wise, and they do little eye exercises, so it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Always the goalies. Goalies are a different yeah. breed. <laughs> yeah. I, I just try to stay out of their way. Oh, definitely. You have to be a different breed to get a 90 miles per hour puck just slapped at you. So, I mean. Yeah, there's um, no chance I'm ever strapping them on. Oh, definitely not. Um, so, have you ever Googled yourself or do you Google yourself? I have not, no. Really? No. Very humble. <laughs> All right. So, uh, this is our favorite question I ask each of our guests every week. So, if there was a sports documentary or a sports movie being made about you, who would you want to play you? Anyone? Oh, wow. Um, like, I, I don't know his name, but uh, probably the guy that plays Tim Riggins from Friday Night Lights. Oh, what's that guy's name? Oh, what's his name? She'll have to take this one. I, I can never remember any actors' names. I'm gonna have to yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not good with actors' names, so just... What's his name? Okay, hold on. Hey, oh, we had... Ta Taylor Kish. That's who's playing you. There you go. Hey, that's that's a normal choice. We had, what, two weeks ago was Kevin Hart? Yeah, we had Kevin Hart uh, two weeks ago. For a nice for a blonde swimmer. swimmer. <laughs> There's a choice yeah, there. Yeah, that one, that one didn't really fit. Um, uh, shout out to yeah. Kent, though. You know, he was creative with that one. It was something. It was something. 
All right, Mitch, thank you so much for coming on to join us today and best of luck with wherever hockey takes you and great best of luck on your season this year with Boston really rooting for you guys with that championship. Love to see it come back to Boston for you guys. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much for joining us. How about that, guys? That was a great interview with Mr. Mitch, even though for some of the times we couldn't really understand what he was saying, but that accent, that accent. I mean, if we have any Canadian listeners, I'm sure you guys were really enjoying that one with the accent. I mean, I felt like I could understand it for the most part, but it's definitely different than what we normally have on. Yeah, I mean, we're used to Nova, you know, we're all the same, but up there, it's very different. It was fun, though, for sure. And guys, if you didn't notice, me and Josh are actually together to record the podcast this week. Yeah, you'll have to tell us which way you like better. I mean, probably in person, but, you know, Zoom has its perks. For sure. I also got lost on my way to Josh's house, so that was a drawback. It's like a 20-minute drive. She took an hour and 20 minutes. Well, I got here eventually. Anyways, we had a great time. We took some pictures for the cover of the podcast. More pictures of Josh's dog, Barney, though, than anything. Yeah, you'll see some of those on the Instagram. For sure. Make sure you guys are following that, at The Road to D1. They'll also be on Facebook and Twitter, where you guys can follow us, at The Road to D1, as well. Yeah, and make sure you are following that for every Friday's announcement of our new guest. Next week, guys, it is a very exciting guest coming on, and I will just say it's a repeating sport, but it's a whole new take on it. Yeah, it's a, it's a very different take from what we've been doing. For sure. So you guys are definitely going to want to tune in to hear about that. And yeah, make sure you're following us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you drop that follow. Hey, leave us a rating too. You know, that'll boost our numbers pretty well. Be very appreciated. Five stars. If you're going to give less than that, you cannot, but it's all right. Either way, we will see you guys next week. Alrighty, guys. Have a great week. Thank you.